What is good, hip-hop? What is good? It's your boy Rob D in the building, a.k.a. Rob DZ, B.K.A. Rob D in the place to be, or at the real uh, Rob D on IG. You already know what it is. We are getting down to the final episodes of Season 5, the transformation of hip-hop, the years of hip-hop between 2010 and 2019. And this episode is dedicated to the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Um, Nipsey was... The essence of hip-hop nipsey was everything to a lot of us in the hip-hop world and this episode i have uh, a guest on here that needs no introduction he goes by ajp dub paris uh this will be his sixth time on the platform he is one of the most watched uh or most viewed uh guests that i've had on this platform and he is what i would call definitely a hip-hop historian a hip-hop head uh he is gonna bring it for you all like he always does and without further ado we're just gonna bring aj in so let me switch gears here bring this brother in this is my partner, my boy, my ace, and look what he has up here for you all, man. AJ, what's good? Me, unmute yourself when you're ready, homie. Representing that that gorgeous uh, Nipsey Hustle mural there, man. That's that's that's, that's beautiful, bro. That's beautiful. You know, bring it in and talk to the people, man. What's good? Hey, what's up, my brother? What you up to? Man, I can't call him, man. Uh, you know, uh, just thinking about hip hop. Thinking about Nipsey, um, just doing a lot of reflection. Um, Nipsey, you know, gone too soon, gone too early, and so have a lot of our greats. And when you leave a legacy behind, you get a chance to talk about it. And that's why we get to talk about Nipsey um, today, man. So what's been good, man? What you been up to? I think, so to give the audience some context, uh, the last time that AJ was on the platform was the De La Soul episode, uh, which put us over 20 more thousand views on the platform. People love that episode. AJ's a fan favorite. Uh, so thank you, AJ, for coming on, man. But what, what have you been up to, man? Like, what music are you listening to? What's What's been good, family? What's been good? Just, My poor just one busy, up. man. It's busy, busy, work, busy, uh, <laughs> checking out your shows, you know, trying to jump in there when I can, listen to what's going on with the dig, and, you know, that's about it, man, you know, um, doing my doing my research and, you know, to be prepared for, you, for, for what you have in store, you know. <laughs> I was scared of this one, brother, I, and I told you that when yeah. we were off camera. I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this one, man. Uh, <laughs> You know, it, come on, man. What's your, oh, <laughs> once a hip hop head, always a hip hop head. Come on, man. Like this, this one should be easy. This is Nipsey. This is this is this is um, an anticipated episode um, because so many people loved Nipsey Hustle. So without further ado, let's get into the tale of the tape real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Nipsey Hustle is a two-time Grammy Award winner, one-time BT Award winner for. It was actually his BT Award is on his humanitarian side. It was a humanitarian award that received the BT Hip Hop Awards. Um, he had he was on the freshman class of Double XL's magazine 2010, which was a loaded class. That was uh, the one with I want to say uh, Wale, J. Cole, um, Nipsey was on there as well. That's a I think with um, um, Big Sean was in that class also. So, big, big class. He was part of the freshman class of Double XL in 2010. Uh, 13 mixtapes. Uh, I mean, we, we, all, we all know the mixtape, the marathon series. My favorite is Crenshaw. Um, and he had a fashion line called the Marathon, um, as well, too. Uh, but he only had one studio album. That studio album was nominated at the 61st Grammy Awards on February 10, 2019 for Album of the Year in Hip Hop and did not win, which I'm going to address as we get further along into this episode. However, 
Victory Lap, dropping February 2018, mostly produced by Mike and Keys. Shout out to Mike and Keys for most of the production on the album. It gives you the West Coast feel, bringing back the West Coast, but in the, uh, in the new millennium kind of style sound to it. Uh, we know the, the songs on Victory Lap. The first one starts off with the title track, Victory Lap, and he talks about <laughs> AJ Victory Lap. He said, what the fuck I want to hit your CD for? <laughs> That's how I remember <laughs> for the first song on the album, man uh rap uh rap brothers last time i checked with yg which is a dope video too by the way um dedication with uh, kendra lamar uh what else we got we got hustle and um i think what's called hustle and something else i forgot the other word of it but that's where i got the the sample of hard knock life from jay-z who's a big fan of jay-z and sean puffy combs sucker proof grinding all my life uh loaded bases with CeeLo green uh real big feature marsha ambrosius and the other songs i like on there is double up with belly and don kennedy uh which is another dope track on that album as well but um he had a lot of mixtapes so like i mentioned i can't get through all the mixtapes the one that i did remember the most was crenshaw crenshaw for those of you all that remember when nipsey was 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 uh having a, the the mixtape game on lock he was selling for a lot of money so he sold crenshaw for a hundred dollars a piece uh, I mean, people were like, what is this kid doing? And lo and behold, if you sell a thousand <laughs> uh, mixtapes for a hundred dollars, that's a hundred grand. Easy. And he owned all of the music. So all the money went to him. He was an independent artist. Genius marketing. So genius. In fact, it caught the eye of Jay-Z who bought a hundred of the mixtapes for a hundred dollars. So it's just genius what this guy was doing. And that sets the premise for this afternoon. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, this is going to be a heartfelt episode because so much of what Nipsey meant to hip hop. I have this picture down here, the lower right, uh, the heart part five from K-Dot that just came out a few weeks ago. And shout out to K-Dot and his vision and his um, essence of him bodying um, you know, Nipsey Hustle, And I'll, I'll talk about that toward the end here but my first question for aj p dub in the building man aj talk to me man about your your feelings about nipsey hustle and his contributions to this culture that we love called hip-hop okay wow um you know like one thing that we did say you know before we came on uh in all honestly uh, all honesty i i didn't listen to him as much as I should. And I became more of a fan when Victory Lap came out. Yeah. And I didn't hear much of him, um, you know, growing up over the years, um, especially like, I guess when he, he became more popular, more in like 2011, 2013 timeframe. I know he, he dropped some before that. Um, so in all honest, honesty, I, I didn't, you know, I can't speak on that. But this past week when you reminded me you said, hey, AJ, we got nip, you know, on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I told you when we first you hit record, I was scared to do this, this show. Yeah. I didn't think I could add value to this, to this show. Um, and, and, and you, you cut me off. You're like, nah, AJ, you, 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 you provide value to all my shows. And, you know, but I want to ensure that I provide value to your followers. Um, and that's what I was worried about. Um, so listening to his his older uh recordings and i i'll say the word album but i know they call them mixtapes because right. the album really studio blah 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 right. um, and wow he he was a ahead of his time and and there was a song on the marathon continues or tmc 
which was called Who Detached Us. And out of all the different songs he'd been making, of, you know, about um, living in L.A., uh, street culture, hustling, gang culture, but, but not in the, like, showing, he's showing um, his story, all right? Um, he came out with a song called Who Detached Us? And it, it, it hit me hard. And just listening to the lyrics, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read, if you don't mind, I'm going to read the, the very first bar of, of, of the song. It starts off like this. He says, Look, somehow I escaped the fate of this life I lead. Divorced the street she tried to kill me and my wife-to-be. And this was in 2013 or 2011, mm -hmm. unconfirmed. And he wrote that lyric back then. And it's like, so he, he's trying to leave the, his, his lifestyle of what he grew up with. But it, it won't let him. Yep. And, and just think about 2000, March 13, 2019. What happened that day? You know, someone, for whatever reason, um, not too sure of the confirmation, maybe you can explain that later or something, of why that man killed him, yep. you know? Um, and that's what made me think about that lyric right there. Right when I heard that song, I was like, wait a second, I'm, looking, I'm listening to one of his early albums, and, and he's saying something that happened to him yep. some six, seven years later. I'm like, what the? Yeah. What the? You know? Yeah. yeah. It, and as you listen to this whole song, and I just pointed out those lyrics on that one song right there. But if you listen to that whole entire song, the first verse, he talks about himself. And then the second verse, he talks about like a young kid going through some, some other stuff. Right. Um, and coming out of that situation. And it's like, this, this, this man is thinking ahead of his time. Um, and, and as I mentioned off, off recording, the, the final verse of this whole song is a sample of Steve Jobs, you know, uh, the former Apple CEO before he passed, of, an, of a speech that he made. And he talked about, we come together in death. And so, so who detached us? Regardless of who detaches, you know, what is your story? Um, but we will come together, you know, in another life. And, and maybe then we, we can understand each other. Maybe then we can come together. And so, like you, you said earlier, this Nipsey is, is, is smart. He's thinking way outside. And how many people think like that from, a, 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 if you want to say a broken story, a broken childhood, a, a coming up a certain you know criteria culture you, you know the 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 narrative that you won't make it or the narrative of you're only going to be a certain level the narrative that you're a certain stereotype but right. he's thinking way ahead of his time yeah. and so you know when I, I i i heard that song like i said it, it made me feel like i i was on some reactionary youtube video and my son and here i am with my son he says you know and, and he's like hey dad you know tell me about this song right here and, and so that's what, what it made me feel and that's another reason why i said i was so scared to do this show you know 
how do I add value to your, your followers, you know, to your listeners? Right. And this is what I think I can bring, you know, in listening to these, his songs and, and what he, he stands for. Yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree, AJ. And that's a, uh, an, an awesome way to kick things off because of what Nipsey meant to the community. Now, I mean, granted, he lived in Crenshaw or, you know, came from Crenshaw, came from gang culture. He talked about that. He was in the rolling 60s, um, you know, Crip gang. Um, but he was, he, he in an interview, I mean, he has a lot of interviews out there, right? I mean, you can pick, pick one out of the stack off YouTube, oh, yeah. right? But any, any, any one of the interviews, but he was so articulate, so intelligent, so ahead of his time that he would talk about things that we weren't even ready to talk about, you know, in regards to ownership, right? So talk to me about that part of it, AJ, because Nipsey Hussle was uh, very early on understood the part of business, entrepreneurship, ownership. He owned his masters, he owned, which is ironic because when we talked about De La Soul, they didn't own their masters at the time, which is ironic. Me and AJ are back again talking about masters and, 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 and you know what I'm saying, like, and ownership, you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy how Nipsey was able to understand this early. So talk to me about where you think his influence is in regards to the business side of hip hop. Listening to some of his, you know, his um, interviews, like on The Breakfast Club and a couple others, I noticed that he said that he studied independent label artists, such as Master P in the beginnings of Jay-Z and Rockefeller and stuff like that. And um, um, Birdman. Um, and he listened to that. And not only how they created their contracts and how they created their labels, he also listened to artists that got screwed over as well and how those artists didn't understand and they just signed um, and, and just signed for $50,000 or, or whatever and, and, or 50,000 units and 15,000 a show. And, he, and he's like, and he made a statement like, we do too much work to only get 15,000 a show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. and... And that made a lot of sense. And you really, he took time. And, and so, and he said he studied, he studied a lot and he reads a lot. And you listen to this man, he's always reading. He said he read several books and, and he studies a lot just to figure out how he can better himself and understand the music business. Uh, and that's how he learned to own his own master. Like you said earlier, he may not have sold a lot, but he owns a lot. Right. And, his ownership creates value and creates stock and creates money and creates a whole bunch of other things. And what it created was him to be able to negotiate mm -hmm. his, his ultimate contract when it comes to the big labels and, um, oh, excuse me. Um, when it comes yeah. to that, one thing I want to point out is how, how you, brought that up and you brought his entrepreneurship is that if you listen to his mixtapes albums okay <laughs> back from the you know back in the day when he started he promoted not himself but he promoted his brand from the get-go he facts. promoted marathon facts, from the get-go if you listen to maybe not every song but several songs on each album i listened to He's always talking about the marathon, right? And and not in a way of, of buy my stuff, the marathon. You know, he's not talking about oh, Louis this and and Gucci this or whatever. He's talking about the marathon. Yep. And he's explaining to you. He says basically saying, watch out for my product. 
you know, because it's going to be something that you, my listeners, my followers, my culture are going to be wearing because this represents us because we're in a marathon and a marathon is the longest running event, you know, in, in any you know, track event or whatever, because it keeps going. It it takes, it takes a long time to complete. And so I believe that's what his concept was. It's not a sprint. It's, it's not a a two mile event. You know, it's, it's long. It's going to take a while. And kind of like what you mentioned about the stairs versus the elevator. Yeah. You know, it's going to take a while to get to the top. You're not going to get there in a, in a minute. Um, So I'm going to, let's let this marinate and let's let it grow. And so with this marathon, he said that from his albums in the you know, late 2000s, 2010, yeah. 11, 13. And he kept saying it in his lyrics and, and then bring it into the victory lap. And imagine what could have happened after the victory lap, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's just heartbreaking, you know? Yeah. And, man. It's, it is heartbreaking, AJ, and and the reason why we call this episode "Take the Stairs" is because of the marathon, right? Nipsey Nipsey understood that nothing of value happens overnight. Nothing of value is, is quick. There's no such thing as a, a quick uh, get quick money quick uh, get quick get rich money scheme or nothing like that. He was always mm-hmm. about the grind, the hustle, taking a hard road. He was always about that. And I always admired that about Nipsey. Even all of his interviews, uh, he was always about going the hard road, you know what I mean, taking the stairs. And I was like, yo, like, what like, who, what are we talking about here? Most most people are like, yo, forget that. I'm going to take the elevator to go get to the 12th floor. I'm going to take the stairs. Yeah. Like, it's just the mind state, AJ. It's the, it's the state of mind that you're in. You're like, yo, that grind, that hustle, that, you know, that entrepreneurship. You said a lot of his, his influences are Jay-Z and Puffy, like, like you mentioned before, started independent labels and look at where they are now. They're moguls. They're, Nipsey would have been a mogul for sure. He would have been a young mogul for sure. I guarantee it if this man was still on this earth um, in a physical sense. But talk to me lastly, AJ, about let's talk about legacy for a second. Because when Nipsey passed on, on March 31st, 2019, when he was gunned down in front of his marathon uh, storefront, which is still closed too, by the way. He never reopened it. It's never been re- reopened uh, since then. But you mentioned a little bit about how he was still heavy in the street, how he was just couldn't get away from it. But I think that was by design because Nipsey loved the people. He always wanted to make sure that his people were taken care of. He always wanted to give back to the youth. He always wanted to be involved in the community. His humanitarian work speaks for itself. I mean, he is always, always, always pouring back into the community. And then, and, and, and then like to your point, the community, the, 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 the neighborhood, the community was his demise at the same time. It's just a, such a, a sad turn of events. Uh, for Nipsey, but what does he mean, AJ? About, let's talk about his legacy for a little bit, and then we'll get to that picture down here to my lower right corner. That's what his, his legacy means right now, in my opinion. But I want to hear what yours is as well. When you think about Nipsey and what he means with his legacy to hip hop, how do you interpret that for us? Wow, legacy to hip hop. Uh, I have to stick with his brand. It's it's going to continue, you know, and hopefully. We have artists like Kendrick and, you know, not just from Kendrick because he's from that area, right? but maybe other artists from that area, up and coming artists, they, 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 they honor him with the marathon and in a, in a fashion that well, I'm going to use a, a, a lyric that 
I've heard throughout his songs, through albums, Tupac of my generation. Yeah. And that's how his legacy continues, is the art, the artists that embrace him, you know, that, that are his age and his level in his genre, um, age genre, I'll put it like right. that. Right. Um, and if they look up to him, kind of like what we did, because we grew up Tupac, Tupac was my age, you know, yeah. um, and and we still honor Tupac, and like he's still living today, yeah, you know, in a sense, through through his music and, and everything. Um, so will the will today's generation continue with that? Yeah. You know, and that's what we need. And yeah. that's how his legacy remains. You know, his, his brand, his store, that's on it. Honestly, that's on his family to, to keep that going. And, and one thing I learned he, uh, to, on the marathon thing, he has a marathon OG with a cultivation of, of uh, mar- legal marijuana that they, they sold in stores and stuff like that called the marathon, the marathon OG. Uh, yeah. So, you know, so, and that's probably, I think, owned by his family or conglomerates or whatever. Um, didn't get too much into that. You know, we'll focus more on the music and business side. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, Tupac of my generation, you know, what does that mean? You know, Tupac expressed in his lyrics, in his songs, you know, the meaningful songs of pain, his pain. When I say the word his pain, um, I'm meaning his with quotations. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and not exactly his but he's tupac told a lot uh recited a lot of stories in his music um and i'm not trying to discredit anything he ever did trust me i love tupac for sure right for sure Um, but he 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 he, his job was to tell the story of the people and tupac did that in one of the most greatest fashions anybody ever did and now Nipsey came along and did the same thing, you know, not the same exact way, but he did it in his way. Right. And he's open. He he spoke of the culture, and you can hear that throughout his songs. But one thing, like I said, one thing Nipsey did, he learned the business. Yeah. You know, yeah. like nobody has ever done. You know. Facts. And that's what makes him stand apart. And. And I don't know if you're going to go into this and I don't want to take away from your next topic or anything like that. Um, But Nipsey also expanded, you know, expanded what we talked about at technology and everything. And so I won't touch that because you may intro that. Um, But like I said, Nipsey is way ahead of his Way ahead of uh, his prime. Way no, ahead. I, I, I love the parallel, AJ, to, to, to Pac. Rest in peace to Tupac Shakur, uh, hip-hop legend. To my, in my opinion, AJ, uh, Tupac is the most influential rapper that ever walked planet Earth. Now, I didn't say he was the best. He was the most influential because we're still talking about Pac in 2022. So what mainly what I think what Nipsey did, he just continued. He just continued what Pac mm-hmm. had already started, right? And a lot of, and I'm not saying that Nipsey in particular, uh, we're just talking on Nipsey on the show, but there's a lot of other rappers that pick the torch up. All right, Pac, I got you. I'm gonna pick the torch up. I'm gonna keep continue to do your work. And I think then that that's what exactly what Nipsey is. Nipsey is the millennial version of Tupac Shakur. He really is. He embodied it. He talked about the people. He talked about 
street life, gang life, you know, all the things that Pac talked about. He had the softer side, you know, Pac had so many different sides of Pac. That's why Pac is so beloved. Uh, so many different sides. And Nipsey showed the same thing. He was a father. He was an entrepreneur. He was a business owner. I mean, he always thought about the marathon, the, the long, the long road. And there's going to be more AJ rappers after Nipsey, right? There's going to be others going to pick up his torch. What he, where he speak, drop the torch in his lifetime and gonna pick it up and run with it. You know, we're gonna see this continue on into the future. But what I wanna talk about, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna recite to you all um, the bar from the heart part five from Kendrick Lamar. And I thought that, first off, shout out to Kendrick Lamar for giving us closure. I think that we, had, we hadn't really seen Nipsey, um, I guess, I, wasn't, oh, I know it's kind of weird to say this, not like in the flesh, but we haven't really seen Nipsey in, since he passed. And, you know, in last couple of murals put up all over L.A. and things like that. But we didn't really see Nipsey on on uh, on video or things like that until Kendrick Lamar talked, uh, showed us Nipsey's face, you know, in the heart part five. So I wonder, I just want to, you know, recite to you all Nipsey's part of Nipsey talking, uh, his interpretation of art that Kendrick said. So he said, but that didn't change me staring down the barrel of a gun. Should I feel resentful? I didn't see my full potential. Should I feel regret about the good that I was into? Everything is everything. This ain't coincidental. I woke up that morning with more heart to give you as I bleed through the speakers. Feel my presence. To my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven. To my mother, to my sis, I'm in heaven. To my father, to my wife, I'm serious. This is heaven. To my friends, make sure you count your blessings. To my fans, make sure you can keep them investments. And to the killer that spent on my demise, I forgive you. Just know your soul's in question. I see the pain in people with that I see the pain in your people when that trigger that you squeeze. And though you did something gruesome, I was surely relieved. I completed my mission and wasn't ready to leave. But fulfilled my days, my career, I was pleased. I can't stress how I love y'all. I don't need to be in flesh to just to hug y'all. The memories I recollect just because of y'all. Celebrating with rest respect, the unity we protect is all above. And Sam, I'll be watching over you. Make sure my kids watch all my interviews. Make sure you live the dreams we produce. Keep the genius in your brain on the move. Into my neighborhood, let the good prevail. Make sure them babies and leaders get out of jail. Look for salvation when troubles get real. Cause you can't help you can't help the world until you help yourself. And I can't mm -hmm. I can't blame the hood the day that I was killed. I had to see it. That was the day I felt the, and that was y'all had to see it. Uh, I'm reading this, you guys. Hold on with me. You had to see it. That's the only way to feel. And though my physical won't reap the benefits, the energy that carry on it immense still, I want you. So basically what Kendrick is saying, that in the spiritual world, that Nifty is watching over us continually. Now, he mentions Sam in that quote. Sam is his brother. Sam mm -hmm. owns uh, Nifty Hustle's estate. So he's watching over Sam. Sam, make sure that my kids watch all my interviews. Make sure my kids do well. I'm in heaven. I'm, I'm good. I mean, it's like... It almost makes you AJ get emotional when you see that shit, man. You're just like, oh my god, like who would who would think to, th to talk about Nipsey, or, or think, speak for Nipsey in that sense? Kendrick Lamar. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar for doing something wow. that's never been done in hip hop. Uh, that we're probably never ever gonna see again. And if you do, it may not be as impactful. But and that's what I talk about Nipsey now. And I think about Nipsey. I think about longevity. I think about the marathon that we and AJ have been talking about, you know, all throughout the episode, man. And uh, I know we're going to start wrapping things up, but 
Nipsey meant a lot to to the community of hip hop, and it, it, he was sorely, sorely missed. And uh, I hope that this this interview or this this episode resonates with you all to continue to push, continue to move. Things are gonna get rough. Jump over those hurdles, those obstacles are gonna come your way. You're gonna get hate, um, but continue to keep pushing, keep moving, and that's what we do. And that's why we pay homage to the late great Nipsey Hussle. But AJ P Dub, my man, it's time to start wrapping things up in this episode. Probably one of the most heartfelt episodes I think I've ever filmed. Uh, in my 90 plus episodes of podcasting, man. Real talk, man. So shout out to AJ, man. But ladies and gentlemen, have we have been doing in all of season five? We're doing a hands up, don't shoot salute for Mr. Dante Wright. So AJ, if you could join me by putting your hands up in the air for me one time, my brother, I'm going to say hands up. You're going to say don't shoot. We're going to repeat that chant three times to keep the life and memory alive for Dante Wright. So one time, AJ, for me, hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Rest in peace, Dante. Rest in peace to Nipsey and all of the others that we have lost through the social injustice in the United States of America, which brings us to the shout out portion. AJ making his sixth appearance on the podcast. AJ, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, um, I know what you said in the beginning uh, that you didn't think he was going to bring value. I, I, I disagree with you right from the start. You are very articulate. You're one of the best hip hop minds that I know. And uh, I think the audience definitely can feel your passion and your beloved love for this culture we call hip hop, man. So the floor is yours, my brother. Who your shout is going to, family? I, know you I think I got like that Celtics version out there, that Celtics uh, jersey out there. Let's see how they do by the time this airs next week. All right. <laughs> I do got like three shout outs. So I'm going to try to make it as quick as I can. Sure, Celtics. Brother. All right. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, off tape, um, I represented number 34, Paul Pierce. He's from In Inglewood, California. So I did want to represent California, give respect. All right. I didn't go full Boston on you. Um, so that's number one shout out. Go Celtics. All right, tonight. All right. Um, my other shout out, my artwork that I did show you was uh, William K. Stidham. All right. Um, I buy all my artwork from him. Freaking awesome. Uh, my other shout out, I just wanted to get this real quick. My son, John, J-Dub, uh, he lives in Austin. When uh, he, 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 he inspired me to do this show. All right, because... Nipsey had such an impact in his life of being a youth, uh, being around the same age, a little bit younger than Nips. Um, and so one thing I wanted to point out when, when Nipsey uh, unfortunately passed, um, he organized in Austin, Texas, he organized um, uh, um, um, a memorial uh, okay. at one of the parks in Austin at, at Givens Park. Okay. And he, he had a friend that worked at a radio station uh, who helped organize it, who had connections with uh, some vendors, some food trucks and everything. And he had a, a, a very piece. Of, so he was the organizer, got all the connections. And he even said about five to 700 people attended. Um, people from Austin, Houston, San Antonio. The wow. turnout was great. Wow. It actually, Bloods and Crips came together, united against violence and had respect for one another. Wow. And so that right there was the impact that, that Nipsey brought together. Wow. Wow. And so I just had to give a shout out to my son, John J-Dub, um, and in all, wow. shout out to you for bringing this, this culture of what we needed yes. to you, 
to yeah shout out shout out to shout out AJ, aj shout out to your son man that uh, that is incredible man if, if you get any pictures of that event send them to me so i can share those on social media we need to see more representation of that um and then i don't i don't know when it took place i'm assuming it took place probably a little bit after nipsey's death i'm assuming right that time frame or uh, but shout out to your son, man. Have him reach out to us. I would definitely want to hear his story or interview him. And, and you know, on top of that, you know, we mentioned earlier in the episode, ladies and gentlemen, how Tupac was our, you know, our generation of, of influence. And Nipsey is the millennial version of what I would say of Pac. And, and he influenced so many people. Um, there's murals all over L.A., all over the hip hop and, 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 and all over hip hop about Nipsey. And but I would tell you all that. Uh, yeah, that's great, AJ. And, and definitely. Shout out to your son, shout out to your family, shout out to your uh, your artists. They, they provide you all the great art. So if you all don't know, AJ is a collector of art from uh, Mr. Stitham uh, that had gave him a mural of what? We got uh, BC Boys. I think you said you showed me uh, Bob Marley. Uh, what else? What are some of the uh, other paintings you have from, from Stitham? Stitham, uh, I got, like I said, Nipsey. I got Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, Kurt Cobain, uh, Eddie Van Halen. I got Prince. Um, that's dope, the man. Boys, and I even commissioned them to do one of me and my wife for that's, our. That's 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 awesome, thing. man. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, man. Shout out to folks making art, uh, interpreting that and, and sharing that with the world. My shout outs are short, man. I, I just want to give a huge shout out to AJP Dub, man. My, my my partner in rhyme, who's been on the platform six times, and I know he said he was, you know, nervous <laughs> to get on here, but he did it right. We, I think we did a, a good service to Nipsey on the episode. So thank you, AJ, man. Much love to you and your family. Continue to prosper on. And uh, that's all I got this week, man. And you guys, matter of fact, we're going to end this week on a moment of silence for, for Nipsey. I'll see you guys next week, man. Y'all know the, the slogan, man. Stay safe, stay humble, stay hip-hop. One double zero, man. Peace.